Welcome to Public Showering, created by me, Sophie Duncan. This is the only podcast designed specifically for pole artists, aerialists, and movers of all kinds who want to learn how to build amazing choreography, tell your stories, and be the best performer you can be. Part of my Sadasi creative coaching system, I'll help you unlock your full fierce and creative selves using professional dance, theater, choreography, and circus tools, plus a hint of real life backstage stories and some simple confidence boosting skills. All right, my friends, good morning. Yes, it is the morning. Can you hear my voice? <clears throat> so this is a very different public showering podcast because I'm literally recording this from the comfort of under a duvet, which is where the best studios are, I promise you. <laughs> it is a Sunday morning. I still have my PJs on and this is what the, what the vibe is right now. So I don't know where you are. I don't know what you're doing. Even if you're driving, I just want you to slip into that vibe the best you can because this is what it feels like. I just want to say a huge, huge thank you to everyone that's been listening to the Public Sharon podcast. Honestly, you guys just make it all worth it because you know when you're sat in a room talking to yourself, which we all do at the best of times, but <laughs> like at some point you're thinking, who is actually listening to this and where are you all coming from? And it is an honor and a pleasure seriously to have had so many glorious messages from you guys asking some questions saying stuff like the comp season has been helping you through my comp prep and i'm, I'm that's really all i want so i am 100 fangirling each and every single one of you for just being great if you are brand new to the podcast and you're thinking blimey what have i missed please 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 please, please go to spotify and everything else and go and google go and google go and find public show and podcast and catch up because, well, we've got a lot. And before I get into our sort of talk today, um, I'm going to give you a little invite into what's coming up next, which is very exciting. You'll be very happy to know that I'm about to interview four more glorious humans for another season of the comp specials. And I'm already starting to line up the next four as well. So if you haven't already grasped that concept, basically, I do like blocks of four with a few little bits in the middle. And uh, yeah, I have to say, I've been a bit tardy the last couple of weeks because I owe you guys at least two podcasts, but it's been a bit busy. It's been a bit wild. The guys that are following me on my Insta, um, at So Duncan or at Public Showering, you will see that I've been rather busy juggling life between London and Berlin. And I am not, not, not complaining for a second because I bet there's a lot of you out there that had that horrible thing where when the world ended and we were all just in limbo for two years thinking when the fuck are we gonna stop this i was all in that come on i make my living out of performing and no theater was open so great um so now finally you know the beginning of this year i was honestly at my lowest of the low like real talk for a hot second I'm amazed that me and my boyfriend are still together, honestly, because we have dragged each other kicking and screaming through 2022, really. Like, the beginning of this year, we were on a project, and we knew it wasn't really going to get us any money, but at that time, we just needed something to focus on, so we dragged ourselves through that project, and I had nothing to look forward to this year, literally, like, no work, no nothing. And then slowly, because that's what life is, right? Whether you're making comp routines, whether you're starting a new business... <clears throat> Whether you're just getting up in the morning, it is that thing, right? You just keep going. Even when you want to just stop, cry, eat ice cream, stay under the duvet, drive into a wall, all of these things, you just keep going, right? You just keep going. You talk to your friends and you just keep pushing. 
And finally, <laughs> it is November. It has paid off. Yes, I am booked and blessed. Things are happening and it's just good. It is really good to have the energy to do things like the Public Show and Podcast because, you know, when you're down, it's really hard to talk and be happy, right? But as people, and I know that it's mostly women that listen to my podcast, so I think we're the worst for this, but obviously men too, we are so bad at doing that, right? Pretending like everything is fine, taking a big old deep breath and going, "Mm mm-hmm, because I know that we feel as women, that it is our responsibility to be the one that drives the driving force that keeps pushing things forward. And sometimes it needs to be, but sometimes you just have to admit that, oh my God, oh my God, I just need a break, man. (laughs) So I'm not going to bring this down because let's say we're all happy. We're all good. We are getting there. And if you're not, it's all right. Reach out to your mates, reach out to me. I will help you get through this because we just have to keep moving. So this is what our podcast is kind of about today. Because I want to talk about second-guessing yourself. So in light of this year, but in light of listening to the Pomp, the Pomp, wow, the Pomp, the Comp podcasts and uh, various people and people that I'm teaching, whether that be aerial pole or pole or choreography or on Sadasi, one of the biggest things that I'm getting is this, the feedback of people thinking like, I need to be doing this. I need to be doing this. Like, I think it would be a good idea that I do this because when I've watched other people do it, they do it like this. And it's this question of, are you really thinking of yourself or are you thinking based on what you think you're supposed to think? Yeah. Say that in your head again. That seems to be a very like Joey Tribbiani, like, whoa. So I'm going to say that again. Are you really thinking for yourself or are you thinking based on what you think you're supposed to think. Yeah. Weird concept, right? But hear me out. <laughs> when when you're making things and trying to be original, right? And being original is incredibly hard. Okay, for anyone and everyone, it is very, 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 very hard. And I would like to think that pretty much most of us, when we set out, especially to make comp routines or anything really, we want to think that we're making something that's never been made before or something that has been made before but we're making a new twist on it and to be honest for the most part most of us fail at that not because we um we are aiming to fail <laughs> but because you make something and then maybe a week or two weeks later you're like oh man someone ah, oh, someone did do that oh man but you know there's now eight billion people in the world can you imagine that guys eight billion eight billion people in the world there is no chance you're going to make something like that completely original like you're always going to be like borrowing and stealing and you know enhancing something that already exists but generally speaking we like to make things original and i know that i do this for myself so ask yourself this as well do you come up with an idea and then almost immediately go, ah, yeah, but maybe people won't see it like that. Or maybe people won't do it like that. Or maybe that won't. And you have to double think yourself a lot, which is a bit weird, really. Like, you came up with the original thought. That thought, that actual thought that you just had was your original thought, whatever it was that you did. And then as soon as it's come out of your mouth, you're already putting a veil on it of, yeah, but people might do it like this. What if they think that? And that's kind of weird, and I'm not, I'm not really sure why. Like, is it a confidence thing? Is it a fear? Is it a, oh, it's been done before, so I'm probably not going to do it as good as them? Um, it's been done before. Do they think that I'm going to copy them? Like, and that's very interesting to me. And it's, I was backstage yesterday, so one of my cabaret jobs I have, it's a lovely place called Park Chinois. It's incredibly overpriced 
restaurant in Mayfair and it's really nice to be around and I really enjoy all of the other artists there. They're really lovely and we have lovely big chats. Um, if you ever want to go, uh, you will have to take out a, a mortgage, um, but you can sit at the bar and you can have a beer for £8. Yes, a 330ml beer. And it's actually a German brand. Sorry, we're going a bit off topic. It's a German brand and um, I've been working a lot in Berlin and I get the 500ml version of that for €1.50 at the local offie and I drink it on the street. Um, and in Park Chinois, it's £8. And the experience is exquisite. It's definitely worth the £8 in terms of the atmosphere, the ambiance. Um, but, you know, it's just different lives, right? But anyway, <laughs> so I was backstage yesterday and I was chatting um, with a really glorious human called Matthew. He is an excellent straps artist and a great hand balancer and just an all-around, just lovely chap, really. Um, and... We were talking about the originality of concept. <laughs> wow, that sounded really intelligent, didn't it? <laughs> That's, yeah. Or AKA copying people. And um, he was talking about hand balancing and we were actually talking about his body type, okay? So he is a very tall, very hench, gorgeous. Um, he's he's mixed race. And he was saying like, generally speaking for, for like the body type, like the stuff that I'm doing, it's an interesting body body type like people like the hand balance like I do don't look like me I'm like okay that's an interesting thought and I was just sort of trying to think like that's already something that we lay on ourselves like people don't look like me I'm not supposed to look like this and I think the same for Aerial because I keep thinking that I'm trying to make something original I'm trying to uh, I really want to make shapes and and perform in as like as good as the guys could do because like I'm looking at all these amazing aerial pole people like male and female and they and thems and I'm I'm always more attracted to the male physique of it and I think it's because in my mind I keep thinking that everyone wants me to think that I should be as good as the men I should be trying to compete on that level I should be like almost coming away from my body type because I love making pretty shapes and doing all this because I think oh this is what I think people want this is what I, I think looks beautiful but then I'm like yeah but I really want to chuck out these massive moves and Matthew was saying similar things he's like for the look of me people think that I'm just going to be this hence thing but he's mad flexible he's really really fluid and it really works and I think that's an interesting thing like you might think the maybe your body type or the way you look or the way you perform isn't what people might want or people expect that you are going to do a certain style and it's like you should definitely own your style in the best way that you can and I have mentioned this on different podcasts um like it's really difficult I never really give people choreography that looks like me because I know that no one looks like me and and that's not me being thinking that I'm special it's just like, like you know physically you, you're not in my body you haven't had my life you don't know what I'm what my 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 inner person is and that's the same for you like I could work with you for hours um and I would try and copy the way that you move but I will never be able to do it because when you're making things whether it's artistic or it's a physical thing no one has exactly the same life experience that you personally do so it's a good idea to really think that the choreography or the movement or anything that you're doing is super, super, super personal to you and absolutely no one else can do that. So even though we easily go into this thing of like where we slip into um, thinking that I should be looking in a way, 
actually it's something that we can play with. Actually it's something that we can mess around and move around. And again, a person that's really great at this, and I was just speaking to her, like Amy Alma, AKA Amy the Mermaid, um, who is slowly becoming one of those artists, those emerging artists in pole, who has an incredibly slinky and interesting way of performing. Um, and just a little taste for the future. She will be doing one of my podcasts in the future. Yes. So make sure you stick around for that one. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, but we were talking, like, at the moment, she's actually finding it a little bit difficult to figure out which category is right for her in various competitions. Because the way she moves, even from a judging perspective, is maybe not actually working. It might not give her the best marks. But then I have to ask the question, is like, well, when you're doing a competition or when you want to do a competition or if you want to move at all, like, what are you trying to do here? Are you going on that stage to win? In which case just hit everything that the judges want or are you going on stage to prove that you are different that you are coming out of that box of like i'm doing what i think people need me to do are you just making it for you and that's something that i really want all of you to think about like next time you go into a space and you have the mirror there and you have a little think and you're thinking oh fuck this doesn't look right this is not how it's supposed to be why why isn't it you just made it it's original it's completely original. It just came out of your body. And I was teaching in Leeds um, a few weeks ago at uh, Jacob Class's gorgeous studio, Leeds Pole Dance. And um, I had two different classes and everyone did a great job. So anyone that's listening that was there, thank you so much. You all gave me a lot. And I, in my workshops, I do a lot of improvisation and I throw people in the deep end. So do be ready. I do help you through it, but I'm just saying... <laughs> But, you know, like, I could tell the people that were very inwardly thinking about the way they looked and they were doing that thing of like, I'm not sure if this is what she wants. Yeah. Is it what she wants? Oh, God, all the people are looking at me. Oh. Or some people were doing it where they, they were definitely thinking that, but then showing me that they weren't. So I could still read that they were checking on everyone else, but they were hoping that they were getting away with it. And there was a couple of people that were just in completely in their own heads. And that's the purest way because they've managed to get past that barrier of thinking, am I doing what she wants me to do? Like, does everyone think that I'm weird? You know, and in the training spaces and when this comes back to your routines and your competition routines or your showcase routines, I think the key is to really, really think about that. Because one thing I have noticed as well when I'm scrolling through people's Instagrams and things like this is I've noticed a new thing now. Obviously, we're all very interested in doing tricks. That's a given. That's pole dancing. We love a trick. I've noticed a new thing now. I used to get very annoyed about people for, um, and I still do, <laughs> including myself, for going from trick, trick to trick to trick trick and then not really being a transition. Um, and I think that's because you either don't have the strength, um, you can only do it on that one side, um, you desperately want this trick to happen after this trick, so we're going to go and just ram it somewhere in there. Um, and that, again, comes from this idea of, like, I need to put this in because I need them to think that I can do this or um, I need that security of that I know that I've put that split in. But what we're missing now, and this is very important for anyone who needs to work on the transitions or work on flow, that moment between trick A and trick B and trick C, 
is a transition that can only belong to you. It cannot physically belong to anyone else. We can get into, I don't know, an Aisha, uh, a Jade, whatever. It doesn't matter. We already know that trick. We, we as the audience understand that that's the thing that we know. Boom. Right. But you've got that transition. And this is where we are falling apart, is that we forgot to inject in that two or three seconds between trick to trick the part of ourselves and the people that can are the people that we like they're the people that says oh the transition is incredible that the flow is insane that's because they've managed to inject themselves into those places so if you're having trouble making your routines flow at the moment for any reason and I, I have to look at myself a lot you know sometimes I literally want to do trick a b and c and I'll just smash them out and then I define and then I refine it sorry I refine it and I go through it again these moments, these little bridges between the tricks are the injection of you. And they are the original bit. You know, we can all do... No, we can't. <laughs> Some of us can do jades. Some of us are working towards our jade, for example. But we all know what that is. The fact that I can call it a jade is that it exists, right? Work on the transition. Fuck the jade. We don't care. Whatever. It's just another split. Work on the bit in between. Because this is the moment that you actually have a lot more space. It isn't just like you walking up the stairs to the next part. It is a huge and very integral part of your choreography. It is the one part where you can inject yourself into. You can make your choreography, you can literally just list a bunch of tricks and say, I'm going to go and do all these. But the part that really makes it you, and that really makes it original and gets you out of your head is the part where you physically just have to get from A to B, in which case it's 100% you. And this is why routines look bizarre sometimes because people are incredible at getting these great lines and things. But then these fine details that, aside from having nice pointed toes and pointed lines, are the important bit. So moral of this podcast, to be original, you need to work on yourself and you need to work on the transition between A and B and C and everything else. Because this is where, as an audience member, we're gonna see the real you. And if you're not confident with the real you, we're not gonna believe your entire routine. We're gonna see that you can hit things and then you fall apart on the bridge between the two things. Now think about that. I don't give a shit if you can do all the most amazing tricks in the world. There's nothing more stressful when people drop character. And even if your character is just like a basic theme, let's say this pole art and you're doing a theme on sunshine, <laughs> right? It doesn't matter because it's still going to come out as you. We know that you can do these tricks, but what we don't know is what's more interesting, the originality of you that's in those things. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's it, okay? Work on your transitions. Work on those things that really identify you as you. And if you don't like the way it looks you got to play with it then. you got to fix it. Talk to me. Talk to your friends. Shh, like, you'll find a way to move through these things. Or you can head to Sadasi, and I've got a bunch of great information of how you can make these transitions more exciting. And it can be anything from the speed, the dynamics, the why. Why are you going from this person, this position to this position? All these things I've given you before, the given circumstances, it all comes back to the character that you are and that you're, you're being and losing yourself in that world, you know? That's what makes me feel great, losing myself in these worlds where I could be somewhere else. So have a think. Thank you for listening. Coming up very soon are a couple of more 
interim podcasts of ideas and thoughts. And then the next round of incredible people will be coming up. So keep your eye on public showering at public showering on Instagram. And if you have any questions, if you want something asked, definitely, definitely message me. I love to get feedback from you. And if you've enjoyed some of the podcasts, tell me why, tell me what you want more of because you're what makes this great. Yeah. I know that I'm talking to somebody now. I'm talking to somebody at the end of this microphone. And that makes me feel really, really good, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'll speak to you next time. If you're loving what you've been hearing in the Public Showering Podcast, you have to experience Sadasi. www.soduncan.com slash It's the online community that is everything you've been hearing in Public Showering, plus so much more. It's where you can get one-to-one help bringing all these ideas to your own work, It's where you can learn new creative coaching tools not shared on the podcast that will blow your mind even more. And it's where you can hang out and chat with other Sadasi members just like you and help each other unlock your creative potential. It's fun, it's chill, and I'm there for you when you need that little bit of extra support. So come join us at www.soduncan.com slash Sadasi. It's been a pleasure to have you with me today. I'll see you there. Love you, bye-bye.